the poem. If you are blessed, we'll be very careful to praise you for it now in Jesus' name. Now we ask you to bless here as we study thy word together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I was just sitting and thinking that this is July and uh, they have Christmas sales, you know, Christmas in July. And so I got, I was reading, I, I went back and I was studying uh, Luke chapter 2. And I want to just show you some things with you out of Luke tonight, if I can. Luke chapter 2. And uh, I want to begin to read in verse 8. Luke chapter 2, verse 8. And they were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came unto them upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. This shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the baby wrapped in swollen clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. And it came to pass, as the angel were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Father, would you bless now the study and the reading of thy word to our hearts tonight. Let the Holy Spirit bless, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In verse 12, And there shall be a sign unto you. Now the sign, notice the sign was that God was bringing salvation down to man is the baby Jesus in a manger. I uh, I used to go to a different denomination and uh, the pastor would get up and say, the way that you can know you're saved, the sign that you can know you're saved was speaking in an unknown thing or a tongue or an angelic tongue and shouting and so on. And I, I was reading this. I, uh, when I got saved, I didn't get no tingling in the skin or uh, no... Uh, light came on or no great thing happened I know I cried a lot I was so sorry of my sins but at the same time I just believed God's word and uh, I did what the Bible asked me to do and I asked the Lord to save me like Romans chapter 10 and verse 13 says in verse 9 and so I know I'm saved by the grace of God but uh, if you want a sign of your salvation, it, the only sign that God's going to give you is this baby in a manger. 
notice, and the attributes of God were in this little baby, Jesus. Him who was the Son of Man, yet the Son of God, the express image of God in mortal flesh. God had never revealed Himself before as He reveals Himself in Jesus. Notice the words, glory to God in the highest. Salvation of a sinner's soul glorifies God. Now, no man or anything else God has ever created can take the glory from God. Notice the words, peace on earth. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He's the only one that can bring peace. Peace on earth, peace of mind, peace in thyself, peace with thyself, peace with others, and peace with God. Jesus is it all. Amen? Anything that has to do with peace, Jesus is peace. I know we uh, pray for peace all the way, all over the world. It'd be something if we had peace with all men, wouldn't it? But there will be no peace on this earth till Jesus comes back because He is the Prince of Peace. Then note the words, God's will towards men. I mean, good will towards men. Every sinner has broken God's law. We're afraid to come to His throne. Yet the Word of God says, God has good will towards us since Jesus came. Now, God can say to us all, Come now and let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. One of the greatest things of privileges I've had as being a pastor and dealing with people and praying and reading the Bible sometimes to go to the hospital, just all over the place. It's taking the Word of God and just reason with people. The Bible says, come now and let us reason. And any common sense person that will sit down and reason it out, they'll know that Jesus is the Savior. Now, we ask people, how can we know we have the goodwill towards us. Then God just points to the manger scene. God simply says, Sinner, if I had not good will towards you, I would never have sent my son in such a scene. Notice the praise of the shepherd. Beginning in verse 17 down through verse 20, these shepherds celebrate the birth of Jesus by publishing abroad what they had just witnessed. They had something worth telling. They had a message. Come and worship the Savior was their message. And this is our message today. I was with a pastor on the platform one time in a church, and he come in and sat down, and the building was filled up, and he, he just sat there for a few minutes. He got up and said, Well, folks, God didn't give me a message tonight. We're just going to sit here and wait uh, to God gives me a message. I said, hey, I got one. Amen. And I got up and preached. He said, well, come on, preach then. And I got up and preached. And there's some people got saved that night. And I never will forget it. But I, it would be something to be called a pastor or a preacher and get up and say you don't have a message. Here's a system of salvation so sublime. I like this. I want to show you some Turn to Acts. Chapter 16 for just a second, please. Uh, the book of Acts chapter 16 and verse 30 and verse 31. And brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in thy house. 
Now that's about as simple as you can get, isn't it? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe and live. Our God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Three angels, I mean these angels, received their message from heaven, not of men. They had seen Jesus themselves. And I believe no one can rightly tell of Jesus until they meet them, him themselves. In other words, how in the world is an unsaved person going to tell people about the Lord Jesus Christ? Uh, that's the reason that uh, I never will forget that. I went to a wedding not far from here and in a big church and the preacher got up and and uh, he give went around a square table and drank a little wine. He'd say a few things, drank a little wine, say a few things on all four sides of the table. Got up and made some noise and carried on. And then he said, uh, uh, the bride and the groom came forward and they stood there in front of him. And he said, I was on my way to church tonight, uh, here to the wedding service tonight, and, and I had such a craving for a peanut butter sandwich, and I stopped and got me one. And I finally got here to church. I pronounce you man and wife. That was it. And I said to myself, that's some kind of message, amen? I mean, if I didn't have no message better than that, I'd go sit down somewhere and shut up. But the Bible says if, if you're born again by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, we got a message, amen? And a message that the whole world needs. Note also these shepherds, no Bible college students here, no degree behind their name. They were simple shepherds. Just They just uh, had seen Jesus themselves. And man's problem with the gospel today is they're trying to go beyond what they know and trying to go beyond what they have experienced when it comes to God and His grace. You cannot go beyond what you know if you try to become... Yeah, when you do, you become foolish. And notice... Tell what you know. Have you experienced? I tell people all the time, everybody is supposed to be a witness for Christ since you're saved. And people tell me, now preacher, I can't witness to people. Sure you can. If you got truly born again, you can witness just like anybody else. You know what you do? To witness, you just simply tell what happened to you. Amen? I got saved by God's grace. I can tell you exactly where I got saved, how I got saved. Somebody took the Bible read me scriptures. I trusted Christ as my Savior. I asked Him to save my soul, and I believe He did. That's all you got to tell. That's witnessing. You ain't got to go to college. You ain't got to be a professor, a Bible student. All you got to do is have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and then go out and tell of it. Notice something else. They were authorized from God. Can I say to you, so are we. Here's our authorization. Who has authorized us to tell it? The Bible said, Let him that hears say, Come. In other words, have you ever heard Jesus uh, save sinners? Then the Bible says, Go tell others. Amen. Uh, for instance, I went to prison one time, Rayford, to see a young man that committed murder. His grandmother wanted me to go see him. And I never will forget going there. And uh, the game, we had to go talk to the game before you get permission to go in there. And he said, I want to see your uh, license, your preaching license. I said, I don't have any. Yeah, I want to see your degree. I don't have any. And he said, 
well, who are you coming from? Where are you coming from? I said, Brandon Fellowship Baptist Church. And I've been ordained, uh, uh, pastor, preach the Word of God like the Bible says to be ordained. And I stand here today called to God to preach God's Word. He said, well, what how proof have I got of it? I said, well, you can call my secretary, which I had a secretary at that time at my church, and she'll tell you, I'm the pastor at the church. He got on the phone, called her, yep, that's my pastor. <laughs> and he gave me authority going back. But I didn't need him, not to witness. I had my authority from God. Now, I want you to get this. Uh, he wouldn't let me in that jail until I give him some kind of authority that I had to go in there. Now, I had a license from God. Uh, I got a, a certificate on the wall in there, but the church gave it to me and where I was ordained and so on. But as far as being licensed to witness, no. What the Bible says here, and I love this story, and that's what I wanted to share with you tonight. You don't have to be a professor. You don't have to be a great uh, scholar to witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. When I think of these shepherds, uh, when they saw the baby Jesus, and that's the only sign you're going to see. You're not going to see a, a star come on or, or a light come on. I was talking to a man about being saved one day. He said, well, now, preacher, I had a great light come on and shine round about me, and I know I'm saved. I said, no, you had a nightmare. Ain't no light come on. And uh, simple salvation is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, period. Tell of the experience you had with Him. Amen? And when you do that, all of us can do that. And we can be a witness for Christ Jesus. And that's what it's about. Let's pray. Father, go with us on our way home. Thank you for each one that's here tonight. It's good fellowship, Lord, with our brothers and sisters in the Lord. And we ask you to bless now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much. I think it's quick rain.